Lord, I pray today for those that are trying to possess the promise of God in their life. Lord, I pray for those that have waited on you for your promises to be fulfilled, but they haven't seen yet what they want to see. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, through this podcast on possessing the promises of God, Lord, that you would encourage them, minister to them, and, Lord, may the keys that are presented today help them in continuing to possess the promises or to wait for the promises to be fulfilled. In Jesus' name, amen. Probably the hardest thing is to wait for the promises of God to be fulfilled, especially when you're not seeing the the promise fulfilled right away. You know, sometimes you got to wait. Sometimes you got to wait a month. Sometimes you got to wait a year. Some promises I've seen people wait for years before they're fulfilled, depending on what they are. So the main thing is I don't want you to give up. I want you to keep fighting the good fight of faith. Welcome to the Healing Begins podcast channel. My name is Pastor Gail Crock, and today I'm going to talk about possessing the promises of God. And I want to talk about Abraham for a minute. Genesis 15 verses 5 and 6, he took him outside and said, look up at the sky and count the stars, if indeed you can count them. Then he said to them, so shall your offspring be. Abraham believed the Lord and it was accredited to him as righteousness. So get this okay for a minute. God takes Abraham outside and he he says, Abraham, look at the stars. Can you count them? So shall your descendants be. You know, my first response to God would have been, how, Lord, when, where? You know, I want the answers right away. But the Bible says that Abraham simply believed God and it was accredited to him as righteousness. And then later on in the story where the angels are coming down to Sodom and Gomorrah, they're going to destroy the city. They stopped to see Abraham first. So when they were talking to Abraham, Sarah was hiding around the corner, and the angel said to Abraham, um, by next year this time, your wife Sarah's going to have a child. She's going to get pregnant, going to have a child. And Sarah laughed because she was around 90 years old, and the angels walked over there, and they go, did you laugh? And she goes, no, I didn't laugh. But indeed, she did laugh. So when they had their baby boy, they named him Isaac, which means laughter. And so through Isaac would all their descendants come. And we, Abraham was a father of faith, though we are his descendants too, through faith. And so the other, uh, the other scripture I love to read about the stars is Daniel 12, verse 3. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, like the stars forever and ever. And then I like Psalms 147, verse 3. He determines the number of the stars and calls them all by name. Oh, my goodness. If God can call the numbers of the stars by name, every star, how much more are we important than stars? And so, I don't know how long you've been standing for your promise. I don't know how long you've been believing. Maybe maybe you're believing for a new home. Maybe you're believing for a financial breakthrough. 
Maybe you have a loved one that's walked away from God and you're praying for that. Maybe you have someone caught in addiction and you've been believing God for years for that. Or maybe maybe uh, you're struggling with the physical sicknesses and you're standing on the promises of healing for your life. Well, I want to say to you, don't give up. I want to talk about today 12 keys to receiving God's promises, 12 keys to possessing the promises of God. Number one, just believe. You know, it's interesting when God tells Abraham about the number of his descendants, all it says is that Abraham believed God. Have you ever had him tell you something that, you know, he wanted you to do, but all God wants you to first do is just believe that what he says he can do. So just believe, key number one. Key number two is calling the things that are not as though they already are. Romans 4.17, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being the things that are not. We are called to call the things that are not yet as though they are. We are called to call the sick healed, the unsaved saved, calling in those promises. You know what? God wants us to see our promise already fulfilled before it's even fulfilled. Key number three, keep standing on the promises of God. The Bible says in Joshua 21.45 that not one of the Lord's good promises to Israel ever failed. They were all fulfilled. You know what? Keep standing on the promise. I know it's hard when everything you see in the natural goes against what's happening in the spiritual, but keep standing on the promises of God. You know, if you're believing for a loved one to be saved or be delivered from some addiction, Proverbs 1121b is a great scripture to stand on. The seed of the righteous shall be delivered. Key number four, keep waiting on God. Habakkuk 2.3 says, for the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly not delay. Sometimes it's so hard to wait while God is working behind the scenes on our behalf. You know, we are in a society that wants everything yesterday, wants everything now. They don't want to wait. Key number five, pray and intercede. James chapter five, verses 15 to 17 says, And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick well. The Lord will raise him up, and if he has sinned, he will be forgiven. Therefore, Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you will be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Wow, incredible. And then he prayed again and it rained. So prayer is powerful. Prayer Um, You can't quit praying because you don't see your results yet. When Jesus told the disciples to wait in the upper room until they had received the promise of the Father, he didn't tell them how long they had to wait. 
But you know they had to wait 10 days, and then Pentecost finally came. And so sometimes we have to wait, and we just got to wait on the Lord. And that causes us to come to the point where we have to learn to trust God, that God knows what he's doing. Point number six, decree what God has said. Job twenty-two twenty-eight says, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. You know what? The Bible says here, in, when it says, Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, it means it will stand upright. You know, we were believing here at Spiritual Care for a healing center for 14 years. For 14 years we prayed. For 14 years we decreed. And now we're sitting in the very healing center that we decreed. Now, it's no longer faith because it's a manifestation of faith. Faith is a substance of things not seen. So when it's faith, you're seeing it before it happens. So decree what God has said. Speak words of faith. Proverbs 18.21 says, The power of life and death is in the tongue. And this is where you'll get really tested. Because when it seems like everything is negative, everything is going wrong, it's going to be tempted. You're going to be tempted to speak negative words like, God, where are you? I don't think this is coming to pass. Oh, it can't happen now. Look what's going on in the natural you got to keep decreeing things until what God has said in the spiritual manifests in the natural. So keep speaking words of faith. Number eight, walk by faith and not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says we live by faith and not by sight. Don't walk by what you see in the natural. Don't walk by how you feel. Otherwise, you'll be on a constant roller coaster ride. So don't walk by how you feel. Just keep decreeing, standing, and believing God's word. Point number nine, ask God for his strategies. You know, in Joshua chapter six, God said that he was going to give them Jericho. But they, Joshua needed a strategy. So God told him, for six days, you're to march around the city once, led by the priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant and the ram's horns and all the army and everything behind it for six days. Go around once. Don't say a word. On the seventh day, you're going to go around seven times. And on the seventh time, you're to give a shout and blow the ram's horns and the walls are going to come tumbling down and you're going to take the city. Now, listen, in the natural, that's a ridiculous strategy. But you know what? God knew exactly what he was doing. And so he tested them. Would they believe him? Would they follow his commands? Would they keep walking with him? Or would they give up? But they did exactly what God said. And the walls came down and they took the city and the promise was possessed. All right. So, keep, so ask God for strategies. Number 10, keep praising God for his promise until you see the breakthrough. Psalms 22 verse 3 says, that God inhabits the praises of his people. And so sometimes you just got to stay in that place of praise so that his presence is enthroned in your life. Just keep praising and praising and praising him. I remember I had a friend who had lupus really bad, and she would say, by his stripes, I am healed. By his stripes, I am healed. 
and she went to the doctor. She was bent over. Her face was disfigured, and she just kept saying, by his stripes, and everybody thought she was crazy, but you know what happened? Suddenly, she got her miracle, and God healed her of lupus, and she's healed to this day. So, man, sometimes you got to continue to speak God's word, continue to praise him until you see the breakthrough. Number 11, give God all the glory for the great things he has done when you have your breakthrough, when your promises possessed. And number 12, keep confessing God's word over your promise. When, when you and I confess God's word over our promise, then God's angels are released to go minister and do the word of God. It says in Psalm 103, verse 20, Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. So the Lord wants you to possess your promise. If you have waited, keep on waiting. You know what? I just come against the spirit of discouragement that might come upon you, and I come against the spirit of doubt and unbelief that wants to crop up, especially when you've waited and you've told other people about your promise, and sometimes they come around and they say, well, where's your promise you've been believing for? I thought you'd have it by now. So, but you know what? Sometimes we just got to wait and just be like Abraham and believe God. Hey, I'm so glad you have joined me for this podcast today possessing God's promises. And I pray today that God would bless you with his peace, that God would give you more faith, that he would help you walk close to him, and that his presence would surround you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your peace. I thank you for your promises, which are true, that when you give us a promise that something you want to do for our life, we can take it to the bank. We can believe it. Lord, Help us all to have the faith of Abraham. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I'd like to hear from you. My email is gail at spiritualcareconsultants.com. Feel free to visit our website, www.spiritualcareconsultants.com. May the Lord bless you, keep you, cause his face to shine upon you, give you peace, and fulfill his promise to you. God bless. This podcast is brought to you by Tharnapple Flooring and Furniture, where beautiful homes begin.